0: You can easily miss Jamaican parenting. My dad used to write letters to me. I threw them all away thinking he was a fool. What would I do to read one today? In 2017, Gary V. said Anchor was something he was tasting. Being a Vaniac at the time, I tasted also. Now over 12,000 listens later, I am still here. Seems someone wants to listen to me blab about my Mesozoic faith, family business, and feeble attempt at manliness. Like Anchor, changing. Betting on the platform, being around to memorialize all Anchorians. Anchor is my dictaphone. And rather than hoard my thoughts alone, the fool's purpose <laughs> is not to repeat my dad's letters. Maybe someone will avoid my fetters by just listening. Really listening. Mm-hmm. Is the New Testament a cult classic? Lincoln here from Turn 2 Burn of Transformational Man Cave, where we encourage males to crush effeminacy and aspire to domestic excellence. We do this through audio rallies, some people say podcasts, as well as poetry, and uh, now we have online courses, etc and we're bringing you another Divine download. This is FamtyFamily.com's Biblical Muse for the Confused, where we help biblically literate males to address touchy Bible or theological issues. Today we're touching on the issue of the New Testament, whether this is a cult classic or whether there is something authentic or genuine about the New Testament. Thank you for your attention today. Christianity is a cult as at its core it's anti-world and world here speaks to the mainstream view of life however a cult can be true or demonic. Christ or Jesus of Nazareth as the anchor of the entire scripture makes the New Testament credible. And you can look at John 5, 39, amidst other references that can be provided. Now, Jesus of Nazareth, as the Christ, the Messiah, the Savior of humanity, taught that he is Savior of humanity through the Hebrew race, he taught that he, Jesus, is truth. And this dovetails with how traditional Jews or Hebrews see the Old Testament, the Hebrew Old Testament they call the Tanakh. Demonic cults however are aligned with lies deliberately to exploit people using some kind of authoritative source sometimes a book like the Holy Bible. The point is made by many traditional Hebrews that the Christian faith is a ripoff of Judaism that we catapult into Christianity from the Tanakh, from the Hebrew Old Testament and Jesus and his followers misquote and deliberately manipulate people through using the Tanakh or the Hebrew Old Testament as an authoritative source. David Koresh, Jim Jones, etc. bear dangerous false witness of this twisting of authoritative sources like the Bible and their false witness has, sent, has has senselessly cost many lives. The loss of life that is associated with or caused by the Jesus of Nazareth movement is not senseless and you could see Psalm one hundred and sixteen verse fifteen in the holy Bible for that Jesus is uh, God is telling us or Yahweh, the Father of Jesus in our in our belief in the Christian faith is saying that precious in His sight is the death of His saints. Jesus does not, or God, the Father of Christ, the head of the Godhead to us in Christianity, does not treat with our death and our pain and suffering as as a trivial matter. In modern English, a cult is a social group that is defined by its unusual religious, spiritual, or philosophical beliefs or by its common interest in a particular personality, object, or goal and we got this from wikipedia.com and we hope that those of you who can will help them to stay online by contributing to them. So the Jesus of Nazareth movement is definitely a cult as per this definition above from Wikipedia. The HBO docu-series The Vow says that cults, although all distinct, tend to flourish by appealing to self-improvement, community, and vulnerable people. The Jesus of Nazareth movement definitely checks those boxes as well and has flourished for over 2,000 years. This is based on this flourishing of the Jesus of Nazareth movement is based on the evidence of the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ or Jesus of Nazareth and his spiritual resurrection in the lives of his followers based on the evidence in the written New Testament. Now let's review some reasons from this HBO series, The Vow for This Gospel Quote Unquote Cult's Growth. Number one, move, number one reason, self-improvement. Jesus of Nazareth, Christ, taught about self-improvement. However, he did this in a selfless and an eternal sense. He immediately, this is Jesus of Nazareth, immediately, however, promised hardships, suffering, uh, sacrifice, persecution as the means of self-improvement. You can see Matthew 10, verse 39, Uh, revelation 2 10 etc i'm pretty sure you're not that interested in some of the details at this time jesus also taught about community he also promotes community and love and you can see mark 13 34 to 35 other references can be provided for those who are so interested he jesus of nazareth sees community centered on the Godhead, the Godhead here being the highest community of divine beings, or the most powerful beings, the beings that created the heaven and the earth according to Genesis 1 verse 1. Jesus sees community centered on this community called the Godhead as the only eternal form of community. The Hebrew Old Testament or Tanakh showed a people who continued to flourish as a nation when they lived around the Ark of the Covenant. Ark of the Covenant being the representation of the actual presence of the Godhead. And they, the Hebrews, ceased to be a community when they did not live around the presence of God or the Godhead, technically. So Christ, or Jesus of Nazareth, doesn't just promote community because we know there was another community called Babel but Jesus of Nazareth promotes community that is centered on the Godhead's presence the third element from the HBO series the vow says that successful cults flourish based on a focus on the vulnerable so vulnerability is another issue that we want to explore so we looked previously, just for those that just want to keep track of where we are. We're making the point that uh, Christianity or the Jesus of Nazareth movement is a cult. It does so. It is a cult based on the definition we gave earlier in the Wikipedia from Wikipedia, and it focuses on the three areas that that uh, cult theorists, people who study cults, self-improvement, community, and now vulnerable community vulnerable groups by focusing on these three areas this is a part of the fertilizer that causes this cult to grow according to cult uh, cult theorists so we're now focusing on vulnerability jesus of nazareth also promoted honoring the vulnerable elements of the community when you look at matthew 5 etc he focuses heavily on poor on those that are suffering etc Jesus of Nazareth identified with the vulnerable and sinners, so much so that the traditional Hebrew religious leaders called him a friend of sinners. Matthew 9, 9 9-12, other references can be provided. However, what makes the Jesus of Nazareth movement that worships this resurrected Hebrew, Jesus of Nazareth, not a demonic or heretic cult or a divine lie? For a demonic cult, the argument has to be made and proven that Jesus of Nazareth takes advantage of the vulnerable in some way, and there is simply no evidence of that. Usually, when Jesus of Nazareth, or the Christ, we can refer to him, I'll refer to him as Christ from here on, when Christ interacted with the vulnerable groups, whether they be the poor, orphan, widows, strangers, they benefited either through healing or feeding the Tanakh Hebrew Old Testament prophesied that Yahweh the head of the Godhead would enter into a new covenant with humanity via the Hebrew nation see Jeremiah 31 verse 31 the mainly Jewish Apostles who followed Jesus one was a Samaritan however they believed that Jesus of Nazareth was the Messiah foretold in the Tanakh and the one who would enforce Yahweh's new contract with the world. What did they have to gain by making a fable up about Christ? We're now transitioning from the argument. We have already said Christianity or Christianity, the Jesus of Nazareth movement is a cult. Um, And we are trying to make the point, however, that Jesus focuses on the vulnerable. But there was no manipulation involved in him focusing on the vulnerable of our land we're making the point that these his disciples had nothing to gain by making this up but we're going to explore this in a little more detail what would be the first thing that the apostles would have to gain one people say fortune they made up views they made up lies just to get people's attention about jesus so they could be rich this is not likely as they mostly seem destitute and often depending on miracles on jesus's miracles for their sustenance these many of them were businessmen fishermen they left their businesses to follow jesus and this must have reduced their incomes there are examples of joseph of joseph of arimathea the man who claims the body of jesus after he after he is murdered and he puts him in a fancy grave There's also examples of Zacchaeus, the wealthy tax collector, and these were wealthy before Christ. Christ, or Jesus of Nazareth, actually leads to Zacchaeus losing wealth to follow him. The second reason people say the disciples could have made up the stories about Jesus, and this is a heretic cult, is that they were interested in a rebellion against the Romans. Now could they, the apostles, disciples, followers of Jesus, of Nazareth, propose this Jesus of Nazareth person to lead a rebellion against the Romans, falsely propping him up with references to the Hebrew Old Testament? This is also not likely. Also, as he, Jesus, proposed non-military violence. His violence was spiritual with the weapon of the word of God, and we can see Ephesians 6 10 to 18, Matthew 10 34 to 36. Jesus' kind of revolution and rebellion would not result in rapid political or military freedom. Their quote unquote heretical use of the Tanakh would also be exposed against the Hebrew fanatical. And the dogmatic surveillance of how their scriptures, the Hebrew Old Testament, is used and taught in their community. A A very influential and some say the top religious group at that time, the Sanhedrin Council, as well as the Sadducees and Pharisees, we can give more information on that if you need, they were active watchdogs of the letter of the Tanakh, the Hebrew Old Testament. It's also not likely that the followers of Jesus used Jesus of Nazareth as a religious prop to rebel against Rome. As Acts 5 in the, in the Holy Bible showed at least two previous failed coup attempts against the Romans. You can see Acts 5, 33 to 39. There is also a history of the Maccabean revolts which also were defeated. Acts 21, verse 38 also describes another failed military revolt against Rome. The point is that Rome defeated all military rebellions that Jews were involved in including the Maccabean revolts. However the most successful revolt was that of the Jesus of Nazareth cult if you want to call it that. That is the claim that we are making as Christians. This spiritual revolt eventually became the official religion of Rome. Where was it ever heard that a captor willingly adopted the religion of its slave? In 323 AD, Roman Emperor Constantine adopted the Roman Catholic version of the religion. Many people don't see Roman Catholicism as authentic Christianity, but it is an offshoot. Now the third reason many people say that the apostles could have Propped up and made up a lie, a heretical falsehood about Jesus of Nazareth, is for fame. Now, maybe this is true, as they all have become famous, or properly, the word should be infamous, even Judas Iscariot, the betrayer of Jesus of Nazareth. However, the fame didn't benefit them in their lifetimes. In fact, the fame contributed to all their persecution. An almost genocide of the early Jesus sect cult community. Peter, one of Jesus's top disciples, was recognized as being with Jesus of Nazareth in the Hebrew community Acts 4.13 and Peter was ostracized for his association. The evidence therefore shows that the Jesus of Nazareth movement matches the main characteristics of what is called a cult as it is indeed an unusual community of people who are obsessed with an unusual Hebrew, Jesus of Nazareth. We are indeed seen as a cult or a sect by traditional Jews. See Acts 24.5 The world, those in the mainstream view of life, sees us as heretics, as we are a separate community, as Christ's kingdom is not of a worldly or of zeitgeist principles, principles of the spirit of this age. As we celebrate Christmas to us, as we celebrate other religions based on on Jesus of Nazareth, Easter, etc., let's remember that these are what you could call cult celebrations whose origins are anti-world. We are making a statement that when we celebrate Christmas, Easter, etc. These are basically slaps in the face of the mainstream society that a cult that is obsessed with this man, Jesus of Nazareth, are promoting. Yet, does the cult anti-world nomenclature change the truth that it is certain that Jesus of Nazareth resurrected revealed himself to hundreds of his followers who documented his evidence in the New Testament. You, or someone you know, are interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Naples, Florida give Rashid Wellesley a call at 239-207-2955. That's 239-207-2955. Man Up It's amazing how normals can be redefined. Metro now the benchmark. And despite being misbehaving, males love being well-shaven. Shiny nails and pubes Brazilian waxed. Although manliness eludes our grasp, a real man mangled by his grandpa's standards. Crafting a world filled with moral hazards, a deleterious defection of adverse selection, a man stands fallen with every erection. And it's interesting how things got messed up. It's a man down the placing man up. Males focused on living dressed up. Females left wearing the pants. Women now taking lead in romance and illegal dance, proposing to males who then become housekeepers. Poor house sweepers, men even trying to breastfeed robbing homes of the one thing that it still needs, a man with the DNA of his divine father. His detached scrotum loosely dangles from his wife, who balances husband and kids on top of her life. And all this was doubled over by her menstrual cracks, greeted by the hot flashes as her estrogen dries up. And a man reaches a midlife crisis that sees younger tits make his crotch rise up. And he forsakes his ring because of the serpent's stale eyes. His family's bank account declines as his mistresses rise. And it's interesting how things got messed up. His man down replacing man up. Males focus on living dressed up. We can hear from Turn to Burn. Thank you for coming to the end of another Manliness Rally with us. If you need assistance in implementing and executing or following through on the proposals, on the suggestions, on the hints that we gave you today, we encourage you to visit us at famtfamily.com and to sign up for one of our Messianic programs. We also encourage you to join our Facebook family at our Facebook handle famtstrong. You can also email us at connect at famtfamily.com. Thank you encouraging you to have a great day today, crushing effeminacy. Why rob God in this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear.